Welcome to another episode of Four Peace in a Podcast. I guess we all here. <laughs> we all in the building. We back. Somebody something. <laughs> you like that seasoning, don't you? Lowry's. <laughs> okay, I see what y'all doing here. <laughs> Just thought I'd put that out there. Anyway, <clears throat> on this good day, oh. our our resident researcher would like to drop a word with us. Real, the floor is yours. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, unfortunately, this time we have like a more serious topic, and it's about uh, Ahmoud uh, Avery. I, I hope that I pronounce his name right. So basically, if you didn't hear about uh, what happened to him, um, like he got basically gunned down while jogging to a, a white neighborhood and the attackers were Gregory McMichael. Uh, he was a former police officer and re a retired investigator for the DA's office and his son, uh, son Travis. And Ahmoud Avery uh, was 25 when he was gunned down. He, and um, that happened in February, like uh, 23rd of February, 2020. Uh, and uh, the crazy part part about it is that uh, we, as a public or in the press, the people didn't even know about um, what happened. It got, I don't know how it got um, viral that um, he got attacked while jogging because the, the attackers like Ro Gregory McMichael and his son, they didn't get arrested. So basically because it got viral and so many people were outraged um, due to the pressure, they now got arrested. So basically we are now in May. So just think about it. Yeah, I don't know if you can call them white supremacists or whatever you can call them people. Uh, basically they saw him, got their guns, got a truck, chased him down, pulled next to him and shot him at least two to th or two three times till he unfortunately uh died to his injuries and uh, yeah he broke no laws was just jogging while being black in a neighborhood and uh, yeah that is the basically what happened basically what happened in a yeah short summer summary summary yeah summary yeah and <coughs> excuse me no problem um, yeah, the problem right now is that, uh, first of all, the question why it took so long that uh, they're investigating the case, because, of course, uh, Ahmoud Avery is deceased, so basically you can't ask him what really happened, but that the police uh, officers basically took the word of uh, the attackers. That's how, yeah, what I feel like what they did Um just my opinion, um, and didn't do a lot of investigation. And yeah, now they are under pressure out of society because uh, they basically gunned down an unarmed black man. But this, that is not something new to us, I think. And No, it's definitely not new. I think people are surprised. Mm. Again, it's been a lot more focused lately on cops and um, <clears throat> police brutality against black people 
So it's kind of um, a new wave or a new uh, introduction or a renewal of introduction of society. Mm. Uh, regular ass white people just blatantly being racist. Because again, like I said, it's been a more recently police brutality and that's what the focus has been. And this was just outright citizens at this point because he was no longer a police officer, correct? Nope. Mm. Well, he, he, he wasn't. Former, yeah. He was a former police officer. And um, the craziest part about it is um, he had a lack of hours in his training. So when he was even uh, working as an investigator for the police department or for the DA office, or I, I don't know how the system works because I think it's just uh, so um, crazy to comprehend. But basically he was, um, yeah, he didn't put his hours in. in uh, he was undertrained. He was non-certified. He was... Um, he had a lack of hours in um what do you call it they called it behind on uh government mandating um de-escalation yes, and right. use of force community orienting yeah orienting policing so he was basically uh didn't put his hours in training in hmm. so talk about de-escalation how you could have de-escalated that situation well there's no de-escalation because there was shouldn't have been a situation there was no reason for him to be uh, to bother that man so there shouldn't have been a reason for de-escalation mind your business like yeah that's that's true of course but even though that they did what they did because they thought uh prior to um them stopping them in their neighborhood they told them they had uh, before like people that were robbing the neighborhood and stuff but it was first of all bright daylight and even though if they they are not allowed to ask him even though if you do that if you would have the right training and de-escalation you might not have gone with your weapons and attacked him basically well that's what i'm saying it doesn't it, from the video and i did get a chance to watch the video um It didn't look like there was much conversation. It looked like, so I, that's why I'm saying, I don't think there was really a top, like, first of all, there was no reason for any conversation to have to be had. But second of all, when he stopped the truck, it doesn't look like there was a conversation. It looked like he was just ready, ready and willing. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. Like de-escalation wasn't even, a, I don't even think that was an, like a, anything to, on the table. Because I don't think Ahmad um, had a chance to say anything, really. I mean, it's I, it looks like he was just a bad police officer because... He is a police officer. He is yes. A, he's a former police officer. Yeah, whatever he so was. Whatever he was, he wasn't very good at it. No. Because he was missing the training. He was probably... I mean, with the police, I don't know how it works in Georgia or other states, but normally... If you're lacking training, uh, they mandate you to take that training. Or also, I think something what you research is he didn't even have the, or the right when he was a, a police officer to, officer to even arrest people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he didn't even have the right to arrest people uh, while he was a police officer. So that tells you pretty much what type of training he had or what level of training he was at. So, But he wasn't even aware of that. That's the most dangerous thing uh, where, where? in combination 
that he was l like lacking <laughs> of oh, yeah. all of the problems. But to me, his police background, I mean, yeah, it's a factor, but it's not because at this point in time, he was not a police officer. He was a regular ass citizen. So yeah. his lack of whatever is putting him back at ground zero being like a citizen arrest, like whereas like a regular citizen doesn't have de-escalation training or whatever either. Yes. But he wasn't I'm saying it. That's a non-factor to me. It's he had no right. Like there was no right. Like again, that has like his police background. I get it, but but he, he wasn't treated like a regular uh, human citizen. And that's <laughs> the issue. And that's the issue. But I think that's I think that's why I think that's why it is important to talk about how subpar he was as a police officer. So yeah. trying mm -hmm. to use that as a as a piece of leverage saying that he was a cop, he was this, that, and the other, discredit him just like how they discredit any person of color. When but to me, that doesn't discredit him. I mean, it does, but it really is about that, organ like, his police department, because that's his, that's basically his manager's issue. Again, they should have handled that shit back when. He should have been fired, whatever the case may have been. He needed to either finish the training. And again, nobody ever said finishing the training would have changed the goddamn thing. Mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, I... I mean, I don't. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I, I, I mean, I don't know why he's a former police officer. If he quit on his own, or if he was actually released because he didn't complete his training. I mean, I don't have that background information, but I just want to. I think it's important that he didn't complete it because there is a reason why he's a former police officer. Because people just usually don't leave the force. I thought he retired. No, it just says former. Oh, it just says former. Yeah, yeah. yeah. says retired. And he retired, and then they gave him the title investigator. Yeah, that so, he still worked for the. Uh, so I think, and, and I think that is also an indication of when, when that him and his son shot uh, Ahmoud, that the police basically they questioned him, they knew him, they he's a former yes. police officer, and they just took his word for whatever he said because. They stick together, yeah. cops. Yeah. So I think that's that's the gist of it. And basically, they justified it in self-defense. And then just to say, like the word self-defense, it's just like I don't know how to explain it in words, but it's it is crazy how you can say you are acting in self-defense if you are the acting force, if you are going aggressor. up to someone and are the aggressor, and then kill someone and then claim to do it in self-defense because how are you going to someone that you don't know that is not uh, threatening uh, you or um, threatening you or uh, talking to you or is uh, even just like he's not in on your property like not, he's just jogging basically and you are driving with your truck Chasing like chasing him. him basically hunting him down yeah and how do you are you able to claim self-defense i don't understand it maybe someone is able to explain it to me but i don't get it it's a bunch of bullshit <laughs> yeah it is um i i could i could give a comparison that's lackluster at best but if i had to try to explain it i think i could come up with a Okay, I'm just going to throw it out there. And again, I don't, there is no rhyme or reason, but just hear me out. An abuser, right? Like, let's say it's an abusive uh, relationship. 
Mm-hmm. It could be considered self-defense if he beat on her or him, whichever way you want to say it, but I'm going to say a man and a lady. If he beat on her repeatedly throughout the years and then she finally like mustered up the courage and killed him or whatever, that could be then considered self-defense. Like it may not have been that immediate thing, but she could have been. Mm-hmm. And that's what white people always say. They're afraid or whatever the case may be. And I'm just saying that would be the closest equivalent I could give if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, but when you're fucking afraid, why are you talking to him? Why are you going <laughs> exactly. to talk to him? I don't get it. Then stay in your fucking house. Well, if it's like uh, any of the horror movies from the 80s and 90s, white people normally run towards danger. <laughs> <laughs> but okay I, okay, I get like the conversation of this, but I think, I mean, it's always a deeper conversation. Like, Again, what is the issue? Like, why do white people, and I'm just saying that, why do white people feel so threatened? Why? Like, why is it you're afraid of somebody who is minding their own business? Why does it need to be your business? Like, I don't understand. Black people are very, if it ain't got nothing to do with me, it is what it is. We mind our business. Why is it so different? Because I think they, I think. Historically. to me, I think it's a subconscious acknowledgement of the wrong that has transpired from either them or their ancestors. So therefore, they're waiting on the other shoe to drop all the time. You really think they think about that? Like, I don't think like... That's what I'm saying. It's subconscious. Oh, It's not conscious. It's like, I I know myself directly or someone in my family has done wrong by people outside of our community. When I say our, I'm speaking as if uh, my name is uh, 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 Trump, for lack of a better name. Um, so I think it's it's like when you do something wrong to somebody and you believe in, you read what you saw, you waiting for that crop to come in. But then why are there some white people who are not? Because that they may not feel as though they they either may feel as though they haven't done any wrong or they're actively trying to do right by that group. Therefore, they're like, well, if I keep putting this good energy out there, maybe that bad karma won't be as bad. But when you got folks who just don't do anything, I mean, you don't do it's not passive or active. You just stagnant. I'm just living in this world doing what I got to do to get me from day to day. Then you like, hmm. but I know some fucked up shit happened. But oh well. Yeah, maybe. I'm like, maybe I'm reaching with my thought, but basically every time an incident like this happens, like um, a citizen or an investigator or like a neighborhood watch uh, man like George Zimmerman like all these incidents have like something in common and it's like I don't know why they love to act like they are police officers mm-hmm. I don't know what the, like is it a childhood dream or is it like in them injected that they have the, the urge to whenever they see something or that is what they call threatening or suspicious that they have to act like they are police officers. Like, that's why you have a police officer. You call them and they do their job. They are getting paid for it. So I don't know why are you putting yourself in that position? 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, maybe I'm reaching, but for example, if uh, if you're walking by and there's like like trash all over, you don't act and pick it up and act like it's your job. Not no, you wait for someone <laughs> whose job it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So why are you feeling the urge to do something what is not your job when you can call someone? Who's doing it for you? I think the snitch is just digging it's in the blood. Like they just want to tell. And I think it's a power thing. I think a lot of times these these characters who take out these, you know, these uh malicious uh actions, all their life they've been in positions where they had no power. And then they see that, oh, if I become a police officer, I actually do have power over someone. And that may, you know, then Generally speaking, that may be the wrong, uh, that may be a misconception for what the job actually entails. But mm. I think a large number of people who go into law enforcement, they don't do it to help. They do it to empower themselves. And therefore, they they pervert what the job may have ultimately been, uh, I guess, designed for by trying to serve themselves by uh, dominating or controlling folks who don't wear the badge or the uniform. I mean, since I'm the only person here that's actually half white, <laughs> uh, I mean, I can't, I can't really speak, you know, to to all white people. But um, I, like growing up here, I mean, Rim can attest to this. Um, you know, and there's a lot of um, German heritage people living in the states. Yeah. So here, growing up, you know, when you when you go outside to play, or if you you know if you're outside doing something, uh, there's always like you always feel like you if you walk through the neighborhood, uh, you always feel like you're being watched, yeah. and it doesn't like here it doesn't necessarily matter uh, what the color of your skin is but it's like these old grand grannies grandpas they stand by the window and they just peek out to see what's going yeah. on and if they see something that's going on that's not right they'll call the police or they'll tell a neighbor or you know they'll if they know you they'll go tell your parents you know they're very like german people are very strict in a sense that if something is not right then they'll go tell somebody yeah. but they don't not, act on it they, they well they call the police yeah. but they don't actively like they don't actively uh try to uh do their own policing or serve justice or whatever you know the the the, the most that they will do is like if they're actually outside and you're doing something they'll sometimes they'll speak up but only if it's like children you know, like they'll they'll speak up to children, but if there's like a grown up doing something, then they won't have the courage to you know to go to an adult and speak to them or say something or you that's not right or something because they don't know what will happen next. Yeah. They have to fist and, fight or not. And, and Germans usually do not mind their own <laughs> business; they're all up in other people's <laughs> business. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. You don't say. Yeah, but see, I think that is definitely a cultural thing. Yeah, I mean, I and I, I don't know, I don't know any black people that are nosy, 
and get up in other people's business. Not because you get taught as in a you get taught mm. really early on on like at home that you have to yeah, mind your own business. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, there, I mean, there are some exceptions because you know there are nosy black people that that do try to get up, but I, in generally speaking. It's not like a black thing to like get up in people's business. Mind your business. Go but about see, your business. even the nosy black people in the neighborhood, because there is those grandmas and those aunties in the window. They're nosy just to be nosy. They keep it to themselves, though. German, I mean, German slash white people nosy is nosy, but they want to tell you what you're doing wrong. And I think mm -hmm. that's the big difference because you being nosy and just want to watch the story and watch the coming and goings. Fine, whatever. You being nosy and butting in my business is another thing. Yeah. My uh, German teacher, um, he used to say that Germany doesn't need a um, a CIA or no, like an <laughs> FBI, because because people just look out the window yeah. and they'll tell on you. Like you can't do anything in secrecy here, and they'll just tell on you. Man, I never forget uh, one of the first times I was quote unquote allegedly jaywalking. <laughs> oh yeah you better watch out like i mean in the states if ain't shit coming you just walk across the street like jaywalking yeah. i guess it's a real thing i've never known anybody to get a ticket or seen a ticket happen i know it's supposedly done but i've never seen it here i mean even not getting a ticket the dirty looks i got from the old people i was like oh okay and yeah. now i don't do it they have I'm shamed me into waiting on the goddamn light <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, here, I think it depends on the city and the area, because here in Heidelberg, I used to always jaywalk. And then when I came back from the States, I lived in Munich and I was downtown, like at a crowded crosswalk. There was no cars coming, nothing for like, you couldn't see any cars. And I was standing there with, I don't know, 100 people. It was super packed. And I'm like, I was going to make the first move. And I'm just like looking to my left and right. Well, nobody was moving. Now, that right. happens a lot. And then normally when the first person, like the, if you were to just jump out there, some other people would follow. But if nobody did, oh, now that's shameful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine you. I mean, I did that, actually. I walked across. <laughs> nobody else walked. I was the only one walking. <sighs> that was your black side, Jay. <laughs> it was. Rebellious. Sure. Going against it, it comes out occasionally. But what what do you guys think uh, should have happened in that so case? So I'm like uh, just just like um, just like you, I, I am confused as to how it took so long for for it to yeah. um, come to light. It having happened like literally sixty days prior when they finally uh, locked him up, or maybe not quite 60, but close to 60 days uh, uh, after the incident actually took uh, took place. I don't know. I don't know a good reason for the delay. You know what I'm saying? I can't think of anything that, uh, a good logical reason, I'll put it that way, um, to delay prosecution or at least charges being uh, drawn up for, uh, that incident. Even if, even if let's say they hadn't, uh, it wasn't done maliciously. 
you would you would at least think that you know you would hear you would hear about the situation you know the outrage would come you know within days of it actually going down but i can honestly say okay. that until like they got picked up like matter of fact i take that back a few days before i saw it in the news one of my uh friends from college actually sent me um a GoFundMe. you know it was a petition uh like a uh, signpetition.org something like that uh, about it and i was like huh i didn't even know this you know i didn't even know it happened and then um you know mm-hmm. reading an article and, and and i promise you like within 48 hours it was in the headlines i was like what in the world? And then when I saw when it actually took place, it was in February. It mm-hmm. like I, I I just I couldn't think of any logical reason why it would in in the information age where things happen so quickly, information is shared so uh, instantly. Why a incident like this would take forever to actually well, I have, I mean, I have two questions. Well, I have two things. One. How did the footage get out? Two, the guy yep. who I heard, um, I was listening to the Breakfast Club podcast uh, today while I was making groceries. And I think it's one of the more recent ones because I'm behind, um, believe it or not, during quarantine. And they had him on there. So I guess it had to be recent because this is recent. They didn't have him on there, but they had a clip of him saying, if it wasn't for me, they wouldn't even have the uh, video footage as if he had done something great when he was along with them because they were trying to ask him like why did you record it and not call it in why were you recording and he's like basically they should thank me for it because if not they wouldn't have the footage yeah, yeah. Exactly. Was he was with them yeah he was with them there was a third man involved but i don't know in what extent because if if i tried to do my research but i couldn't find like any more information what his involvement was but i think um it's still getting investigated his okay. role in that uh incident but um yeah basically do you guys think that that if the footage would be not released i, I mean i didn't watch uh the clip because i can't do it it, it affects me too much i can't uh, not unsee yeah. something like that Uh, it affects me in a different level. Like, um, yeah, for my mental health, I'm not gonna watch that because the hatred is just like growing too much when I see something like that. And but, do you guys think if that footage would have not been released, or if social media would wouldn't have that big of an impact, that um, I think they would have the make. Uh, Michael family, Gregory and Travis, that they would have Oh, yeah, yeah, they would have walked. They would have walked. Because that's why that's why it took so long. Because they the police they're they're trying to take care of their own. And I don't I still don't know, you know, that's probably gonna be an internal investigation if they had access to the footage before or not. Because if they had access to the footage, it's gonna have to be some more people that's gonna um, get prosecuted. Yeah. Yeah. get prosecuted they're just those two because you know that's withholding evidence and you know i mean basically the police probably didn't do their job because if they just um interviewed them too and took their word for it i mean they have to go look for witnesses 
they have to i don't know if they talk to his family you know if if they found if they if they were trying to find out you know what their involvement with him was if they knew him before you know just a regular investigation i don't even know if that happened because the way it looks like now is that you know they the police how did they know how did they know about the shooting did he call it in or did he go to the station or McMichael, yeah, I see, like, uh, I couldn't find anything about that. I, I mean, of course, it got uh, they got noticed about it, they had a yeah. dead body, yes, but so. they took uh, their word that it was justified in self defense, mm -hmm. yeah. And so, if if that's the case, you know, then it's gonna have to be some other people, some more people investigated, yeah, because I mean, they can't, I mean, they can't, it's gonna be. Now that it's out, it's you know it's going to be more social pressure, and the only thing I other I can think of is that um, his family or whoever's close to the victim that they don't have a large reach in social media, and that's why it didn't really go viral and it didn't go out. And then you know maybe people are just numb to it now, and they're like, oh, you know, I don't know not going to share it or whatever. Yeah, like uh so. my uh my understanding of the the video was the guy I didn't I didn't, like mind you I haven't done any in-depth research but I was under the impression that he lived on that block and for I didn't know he was actually in you know in cahoots with uh with the McMichaels uh, family um how the little clip of his his wife uh I guess reacting to the the fallout of of you know the video coming out and people reacting to it, and I guess they've been getting some threats since they released the video. Uh, I was under the impression that they were they just happened to be a witness to the situation. I guess there was a ruckus that was around it, and um, they filmed it. I wasn't you know what I'm saying I wasn't tracking that they may have actually all been involved with it. Mm hmm. I mean, get this two weeks prior to killing Ahmoud Avery, um, the son, yeah. like Travis McMichael, uh, ca called 911. Like, and I quote, like, he called the operator. And uh, like he said, I just caught a guy running into a house down from me. When I turned around, he took off running into the house. And then the operator asked him, um, are you okay? And then he said, yeah, yeah, I just startled. It, it just startled me when I turned around and saw him and um, backed up. He reached into his pocket and went into the house. So I don't know if he is armed or not. So mind you, like he's talking about like a black guy that um, walked to in to uh, instruction, like a house, like a okay. house that is getting built, okay. yeah. a, a construction site in his neighborhood. And he called nine one one because of it because he's black and he didn't know if he belongs or not. Like I just quoted him what his reaction was and he sounded like, yeah, I don't know, um, afraid or just yeah. not comfortable that someone the, in his neighborhood. The unfounded prejudice always kills me, man. It's like, why? Mm. Why is it that? You are so distrusting of of a people that you have no intimate relationship. Uh -huh. Yeah, but I think that's that's the reason because they don't have any 
they don't they don't know any black people. They don't have any interactions with black people, or matter of fact, uh, probably people with other race. Be besides the stories that they are always get told that black people TV are like thieves, or I don't know, crackheads, or I don't know, rapists, murderer. I mean, the only cool black people are for them are athletes and uh, and uh, entertainers. But if, if but if we're gonna if we're you gonna know? use that logic, then they don't know they don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. They don't stop them from walking out their front door. I, I was reading a little bit of kind of what happened or what, like a little bit of something, little pieces of it. Now I haven't. Okay. So I think a lot of where hmm, it gets question marked is Georgia laws, the way they're interpreting them. And again, the issue with law is interpretation of them. It's dependent upon who's interpreting it. Like, okay. So they're saying he had the right to arrest, make a citizen's arrest. But an arrest means you detain somebody, yes. not shoot them. Then he said you have the right to carry a gun, which is also true. Okay, not fine. Then he said when they said Ahmad attacked him because he hopped out of a fucking truck with a shotgun. Of course he did. But let's just break it down from the other point of view. When he was attacked, you have the right to defend yourself. So now the issue comes with... All three of these laws are correct. Like, those are laws. When you put them together, that equals a situation. You basically arm somebody and let them attack. You get what I'm saying? Sure. Like, if you break the laws down individually, they're not bad. Like, whatever, right? Not whatever, but they're seemingly legitimate laws. But when you put that a person in all those laws at the same time, you are basically building your own makeshift police officer. Yeah. Yeah, but since like uh, um, McMichael, he wasn't like in his uh, work of an investigator, whatever he was at that moment, because it, it is still unclear uh, to me, but he was not allowed to do an arrest. He was not allowed to... Um, no, in Georgia, you can carry a gun. Yeah, you, you can carry, but as an investigator... No, you can Or like acting or work like because he acted also for the police department. So now since um, the um, Ahmoud Avery case that it is known, they have to reopen every case that he was involved because basically he is not allowed to arrest someone. He is not allowed to carry a gun while doing right that. i get under his investigative job he's not allowed to but as a regular citizen he had to carry a weapons um license and you are allowed as a regular yes. citizen not under his not under his job to make a citizen arrest in georgia that's what i'm saying okay so you mean that he's allowed to like do an arrest yeah, yeah. Basically, and that's what I'm saying. Anybody. That's the issue. The laws individually are not necessarily an issue, but when you put them together, the fact that he's allowed to carry a gun, he's mm -hmm. allowed to make a citizen's arrest. If you're building a makeshift police officer with those individual laws, if you put them together, so technically mm -hmm. they're saying he was not out of his legal right. But again, it's against somebody who had nothing. You know what I mean? Like. A citizen's arrest, a person who makes a citizen's arrest is not um, held to the same laws as a police officer when making that arrest, which causes an issue. Yeah. And, and, uh, and a legal <laughs> citizen's arrest 
you must take whomever whomever you apprehended to the police officer immediately. Right, but they killed him, so yeah. And that's why, and that's and that's the like that's the part that nullifies it being a citizen's arrest. And that's what I'm saying, but they're using those individual laws as loopholes. Because if you individualize the laws, technically whatever McMillan, is that his last name? McMichael, whatever is McMichael. not wrong, technically. And that's what the judge who recused himself, um, whatever before the case, like he was trying to be on it and they made him recuse himself because he knew him or work whatever the case may be. Supposedly that's the letter he wrote. And that was the so those are the loopholes they're trying to use. If you break down the individual laws, he did not break any of them. But when you put them together, there's a situation. But, but, but or when you take into account Ahmad's rights, there's a situation. Yeah, because he he did break the citizens' arrest. He he can't use citizens' arrest because he never took them to the police officer. But that's no. Now the other two, the carry. Yes, he's allowed to carry in the state of Georgia, open or concealed. Mm -hmm. uh, that like that's all over the state. So legally, he we can't. But what I'm saying is, they're trying to say he tried to make a citizen's arrest. He was carrying a gun because he has a license to, and because God attacked him, okay, but he tried to defend himself with that gun upon a citizen's arrest. Is what I. Yeah, but based, based on, on what the um his testimony. No, based on why did he want based to on arrest his him? testimony? He said they came out and said, "Stop, stop! We just want to talk to you." No, no, no. He's asking why. Why but did you, he try to make a citizen's arrest? What was what was the uh, yes. what's the uh, he, because he was jogging, it was bright, bright daylight. He was not uh, in a house to and try to rob something. So why? Okay, and so I the, he, they touched on that too. The arrest was based on the fact that he, Ahmad apparently there's a house under construction, and he jogged to like the house to look at it or something, and then jogged right back out of there. Mm -hmm. But apparently there had been break-in, so that was the probable cause, and somebody and it was on his street. Okay, but where was the break-in? On the construction other houses, or other houses? Okay, so the other houses, like that is an assumption that because uh, like the thing that I uh, read, it's like I, I, I don't even know if it's for sure like uh, Ahmoud uh, Avery because they are um, like uh, a, a taping in the instruct, uh, on um, construction, but nothing was stolen. Like there is a black person that is uh, a construction site and just looking around and leaving the construction. Right, I know. They don't know for a fact that he did something, but what I'm saying is that was their reason. And they said they tried to just say, stop, stop, we want to talk to you. That's when he thought he was making a citizen's arrest. So, but, okay, I understand what, what, um, I understand, but at the same time, I don't understand because if you are a white person, and you think you can come up to a black person and say, stop, stop, I want to talk to you. I don't have to yeah. stop to talk to you. If yeah. I don't want to talk to you, I can just walk or jog right. or run, whatever I want to do. I can do it because, yeah. first of all, you are not the police. And the second thing is, I don't right. have to talk to you. Yeah. I have also rights. So The same rights as you. Yeah, the same rights. Yeah. That you have like it's just like you can say stop stop well, I want to talk to you go away I don't want to talk to you yeah yeah 
it's weird how how it never it you never hear about it the other way around. What you mean? Oh, black people approaching white people to stop white people. White people, white people. Yeah, yeah, we don't talk to serial yeah. killers, man. Anyway, uh, because they're acting like like slavery is still intact. It's not that he's a master and that he's like, oh, stop. And you are like, okay, I'm stopping. I'm talking to you. Yeah, what do you know? want? Those times, yeah. that, that time is over. You don't have yeah. to talk to anybody. Yeah. And, like, get this. It, it gets crazier because, like, um, the McMichaels, the, the lawyer, just said, like, please don't rush to judgment and stereotyping. <laughs> When I was like reading that that yeah. statement that he made, I mean, I was just like shaking my head. Like, don't rush to judgment and stereotyping. Do you like mean it the other way did? around? <laughs> I, I think, yeah, because it's just. So the question is, and, do you even know what like, that means, or are you just trying to use words? Because clearly, if you knew what it meant, like you would understand the pun here. Like, come on, now. you got to be joking. I mean, you mean the lawyer? I, I mean, I guess the lawyer has some uh, degree, but I don't know. I mean, I think, I mean, the, the lawyer is just doing his job. He's trying to make, uh, he's trying to, he's trying to put his, his clients into a better light. I know, but before saying. Before anything starts. But saying those words is just. Yeah, very okay. much so. Like stereotyping. How can you be stereotyped as a white person? Yeah, because of the the shootings that, that have been going on the last few years. What do you mean by that? Because, because it's, I mean, the white police officers or ex police officers now, like, of course, it's normal uh, that black people, you know, have this feeling towards police officers. I mean, they've always had that, you know, but now it's enhanced with social media. You mm -hmm. see everything. So now, like, because everyone has a camera, and now right. there are witnesses, and the the video footage don't lie. So he's what he was trying to do is, I mean, I'm not saying it's correct, I'm or or good tactic or good verbiage, but what he's trying to do is he's trying to uh, soften the blow in the black community where he's saying, "Don't stereotype my client or don't rush to judgment because." I mean, for the black community, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Of course, because because the lawyer is probably not black. I don't know what he looks He's like. He's white. Yeah, so I'm just saying that's probably his tactic or what he wants to do. I'm not saying it's a good tactic, but I'm just saying that he's trying to protect his client. Trying. I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, that's his job, but yeah. use just different words. Like, stereotyping is not <laughs> the right one. <laughs> don't you agree, guys? I mean, I agree. He's well. just stating that just, point. He's giving the uh, uh, the alternative point of view. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I mean, the thing of the matter is, I feel like we have this conversation all the time. There, we've got to, either we're missing something, like there's another part to this, or I just don't even know. It's the Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I just hope, like, um, since it has now a lot of coverage and people are aware of it, it is just not a thing because they are like now having this this movement, like, uh, run with Ahmoud because he was basically jogging while he yeah. was gunned down. But 
I hope for them that they really are behind that case and uh, trying to get justice for him. And that is not just like a, a moment, you know? Yeah, I hope. You know what I you know what I mean because like even back then when when I think back when uh, a lot of incidents happened with police force or different um like like death mm -hmm. that were unfortunate and done by white people um and having that uh yeah what was it, uh, yeah. black lives matter movement yeah. I feel like after a while people got so how can I call, um, phrase it? Yeah, kind of numb, numb and immune numb. to that situation. That it, lost traction. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's just kind of like, what can we do? Like, again, you can't, like, um, uh, there was this Instagram post that was put up and the original person, I guess, or Instagram people that put it up was um, at four dark girls, whatever. But it's like this list of being black in America. It goes, we can't go jogging. And that was Ahmad Aubrey. We can't relax in the comfort of our own homes. That was Botham Shine and Atiana Jefferson. We can't ask. And I'm just going to go through like That's a true. couple of. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, like we can't ask for help after being in a car crash. We can't have a cell phone. We can't leave a party to get to safety. We can't play loud music. We can't sell CDs. We can't go to sleep. Like, what can we do? Like, they say, don't cause internet. We're minding our own business. And you still, like, so what is it? Like, I know you just, I know and you being the, whoever the case, just don't want us to exist, but we do. So in order to coexist, like, we don't want to bother you. And we don't want you to bother us. So what can we do? We mind our own business. You still fucking with us. We try to interact. You still fucking with. like, there, what is it? Like, what is it? Like, what can we do? Just like, and the thing is, if you tell us that and that's the end of it, we could probably coexist. Like, okay, you don't want us to what? Fuck with you being your bubble. Okay, we'll create our own. We did that. You came to our bubble and burned it the fuck down. So what the fuck do you want us to do? You burn it down. We build it up. You burn it down again in a different way. We build it up again. Like this cycle has to get old for everybody at some point. Agreed. Mm. I think it will not change till there's like accountability, responsibility, and basically that the people who harm are brought into justice and get jail time. Because if like a police officer that is um, not lawful and is committing a crime gets jail time, I think that will wake the people up. Okay. You can't do whatever you want to do. You can't justify just because someone is black and you are afraid you are able to gun someone down. If there's like, yeah, accountability to your actions. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it, it will change because then you think, okay, if I kill someone who's black and I might get jail time, you will think twice. But they are so uh, used to it that you can do it and you will get off. Mm. So basically, you don't have to. But again, um, clearly don't the have the power yeah. or those positions yet to make those kind of cases stick. So what I'm saying is, what can we do as regular citizens? We can't like we can't go jogging. We can't like what the fuck are we supposed to do? And my thing is like I, I'm I'm definitely on board with the accountability. But you have to first be in a position to hold someone accountable. Exactly. And I think that's the issue. The folks that are in the positions to um, 
convey or uphold accountability for those type of uh, public positions, they don't give a fuck. Or they're on the same wing. And that, that's, that's why you have to vote and make sure that the people that you are voting for, that you count them also accountability because you give them the black vote, basically. And they need you. So you have to get something in return. And the, the thing that you want in return is not a favor. It's just basically that <laughs> people are, yeah. hold accountable whatever position you have. It doesn't matter if you're a police officer, if you're a regular person, if you're a politician, if you do something wrong, you have to face the consequences. And we get that, and that's fine. But again, sometimes even the voting, there's fuckery with that. So it's not even guaranteed that that's on the up and up. So you may put in the work and do the voting, and it still may be fucked up. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not just saying like there's no way, but know. I'm just I, saying like there's 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 obstacles in every it would in every path. I mean, it's in a perfect world, you know, everything works and everything's fine. I mean, it works in other countries and some countries it doesn't work. But I think the the justice system and how the laws are formed or constituted in the states is very difficult. Um, and then there's other things like the gun laws that factor into that. So I think there's, I mean, it's more than people's behavior that has to change because you can't control everybody's behavior uh, because people are just, you know, running around free, acting like, you know, they, they can, they can uh, I don't know, police on their own terms. So I think more has to change than just people's behavior or making people aware or holding people accountable that um, have in the judicial system, you know, to, to make sure that they uh, make the right decisions and, um, you know, give people jail time. I think the base of everything is, is the law, the laws that exist that are in place. So I think if that doesn't change, then why should people change? Because they're mostly just, you know, the way they interpret the laws, they're doing what they want or interpreting on their terms. And then if they don't, if they're not held accountable in the end, then, you know, that gives them more power. So I think that the first step would be to restructure the laws. That, that's and and, and that's, and I, 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 I wholeheartedly agree. I know one of the things that I've said, and again, I, I'm not sure how to, how to accomplish it, but I feel like the documents that basically are, you know, the foundation for the the U.S. They weren't designed for the demographic that the U.S. and and therefore they need to be revised, like a complete overhaul. But yeah. in order for that to, you know, be a situation, I think first. Congress has to actually represent the demographic that the U.S. has until until we get to uh, uh, until we get to a, a, a box of Neapolitan ice cream with all kind of colors in there. Um, I, it's I don't see us. It's I won't say it's impossible, but the probability is very low that there will ever be actual equality or anything close to equality. 
when it comes to the yep. justice system. Because I think when they say justice, they mean just us. Mm. Yeah. Because basically, I mean, other than you don't want to face the truth, there's exactly. no equality. Mm. And, I'm, and, and that's I, why you call it also white privilege and a lot of, of many white people don't see that they are having that privilege. Yeah, and it's and, and, you know, and and to in their defense, when it's your normal, yeah. you can't see it any other way. Yeah. Like when just think about how odd it is. Like if you are it's not to say you can't, because there are some white people who do see it. Well, it's it's less likely that you mm-hmm. will that you have that gear or that that the blinders that blinder off yeah. to see it a different way it's when your normal is um be coming from an athletic family or a musically inclined family mm-hmm. and you just expect because that's how your everyday is that those are your social norms for uh the life that you live that when you go to your friend's house and they miss they offbeat <laughs> they slow They can't shoot, you know what I'm saying? And when I say shoot, I don't mean a gun. I mean, uh, like uh-huh. the, you look at it weird because it's like this is this a is I didn't even know this was a thing. I didn't know this was life because your norm you perceive to be everybody's norm, and I think it comes from a place mm-hmm. of uh, I'm going to use humbleness because you just assume that you're not any different than anyone else. When it comes to the things that you you can do, I don't think but it's the, humbleness, but I think you're surrounded by people who are very similar to your surroundings, so you see it displayed multiple times. So you just assume everybody's like that because yeah. it is duplicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like I mean, if you live if you if you lived, let's say in the hood, let's just separate it the hood, and you never saw on TV anything different, you would assume everybody lived like that. Yeah. So the same factor, not to say that, and I was going to say that the only reason I pointed that out that some people do see it is because I want to give those people their credit for stepping outside of themselves for a little bit. But I think it also comes with being cultured. The more cultured you are and the more things you've seen or you understand that there are differences and nuances in life. And But if you just stay in your bubble where you grew up and you never went any further and you went to the school that your daddy and your mama met at and then you met another chip. And that's all y'all have done is replicate and duplicate. You aren't going to see, like you said, you aren't going to see it because that's what you're surrounded by. That is your norm. I I all get it, but why? Um, how how did you phrase it uh, when you said like there are people that uh, acknowledge it, and then you have to you, what did you say? You mm-hmm. give them credit for it. Why give them credit for it? For, because for me, it's like if if you do, do something wrong, it is wrong. Just like a human being, it doesn't matter if you are white, black. I mean, uh, whatever color you are, or uh, because and uh, uh, what what do you think you are? Whatever the case may be, basically we are all human being. If you do something wrong and horrible, it's wrong. It doesn't matter what ethnicity do you have, you know? So that's why I can't even give people credit for it. If someone is gunning down a child, it's wrong. And it affects me. It's if someone is gunning down, uh, like 
uh, a man that is jogging or uh, a boy that is um, buying some skittle, uh, skittles is wrong and it affects me yeah. as a human being. Of course, as well as a black human being, because all those victims are black. But, but even if the victims are white, it will affect exactly. me if it's wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I can't even give people the credit for it, because you have to be unhuman, to, not to be affected by it or not acknowledging it if something constantly is happening to the same yeah. community. I, and just to, just to be clear, just to clear it up for anyone who, who, who may uh, have questions, what you're, what you're saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, but what you're saying is why yes. give credit for something that should just be simple human decency? Right, but I think exactly. you're missing what I was giving credit to. I was giving credit to realizing that you have privilege, not like anything else. I was just saying giving credit to the people who understand what privilege is and realize that they do have the privilege. Mm, okay. And therefore, because you can't do anything okay. about your privilege. You can't do anything because you are mm. white and get privilege just for being that. Like, you can't be like, stop, don't give me privilege. Like, how the fuck would you even know? Like, that's why you're getting, you, you just couldn't. So I'm saying the people who do know that privilege exists and recognize that there mm -hmm. is just a privilege just because you get the benefit of the doubt, just because I give those people credit for stepping outside of their norm to see that there is another way in that, oh shit, this that is, is a real thing. That is acknowledging the differences. Okay. That's what I was giving credit to, okay. not anything else. Okay. Okay. So it was <laughs> yeah, just a misunderstanding. Like, I'm not giving credit to the doubt or anything. No, <laughs> I'm giving just for the people that do yeah. acknowledge that there is a presence that exists because there are some people that are like, privilege what is that there's no privilege you're an idiot like okay no okay i got it it was just a misunderstanding because like um when i go back even when um the whole thing started with like i'm going back a little bit with the story um when the whole thing was about the kneeling yeah. uh, uh, the nfl mm -hmm. the um black lives Happening. matter yeah black, black lives matter mm -hmm. movement basically Everyone was so outraged because, like, they kneeled. And for me, like, okay, I'm non American, but it's so unimportant if you are kneeling, standing, singing, not singing. Like, it is so unimportant to me because, first of all, you have the right to, um, yeah, to sing the anthem, to not sing the anthem, to kneel, to not kneel. That's your, like, right as a human being. First of all, to, and then the other thing that is more important than that is what means the national anthem to you if it doesn't apply the same thing for everybody, you know? So why do you expect that everyone has, has to have that respect if you don't give them the respect back? And then you have that outrage about those people that are kneeling to make a point but you are not outraged about the everyday struggle, the everyday injustice, the everyday um, killing, basically, that is not justified. For, so for me, like as a human being, I don't understand that a national anthem is held to a bigger standard than a human life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
like you I guys get, understand I, me? Am I reaching too much? But I think that's just a cultural difference because, again, in Germany, you guys don't do some of the things like national, like, like no, no, no. Like when we were talking to our friend Flo, like it was just one of those things. Like they're not as I'm not going to say they're not, but uh, Americans are obnoxious when it comes to patriotism. Like whereas Germans, it's a it's mm-hmm. more mild. Like unless it's soccer, yeah. I feel like yeah. But but that's a but that's a different though in Germany they have a, a little bit to to um I mean it's it's an extreme comparison only because Germany didn't start hanging out German flags for national events uh, the first time was like with Michael Schumacher the Formula yeah. One race driver because of the history we had with World War Two. So that's why Germany is still scarred in that sense of it's it's a thin line between being um, a patriot, nationalism, and racist. You know, there's a really thin line that Germans just started now embracing more like their culture or their yeah. their heritage. Right. So that's without being a think, like, without even being a think about so, okay, Americans are the only people who have shorts and shirts that are the flag, like and just like it's just od let's be real but that's what i'm saying like even uh, compare even if you don't compare it to germany like it's just od like you know what i mean like we that we're known for that let's just be real i'm okay with that mm-hmm. what i'm saying so i think it's a little bit of a difference in that you know that's i think that's more of a cultural thing yeah. versus mm-hmm. person no yeah right mm-hmm that that's just was mine because I mean it's just different. <laughs> it is that. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I have one uh, radical view on that whole topic. Um. Not not radical view, but like an idea. Um. So did you guys ever read the autobiography of Malcolm X yeah, by I, Alex I, Haley? started it i'm almost done but i haven't finished it yet i did not yeah so so when i mean most people know mm-hmm. the story of malcolm x so when when he was when he joined the nation of islam you know he he moved up the ranks quite quickly you know and um so the view of the nation of islam at that time was um you know they wanted to they they were actually fighting uh to to stay segregated so they wanted to segregate and keep mm-hmm. white and black separate and uh they wanted you know to get their reparations paid by the white people and then have their separate country a part of the US you know like they would be like in the west and the white people would be in the east or north or south i i forgot how they wanted to divide it up but they wanted their own yeah, it was it was down. It was basically from so, Texas over to the Carolinas yeah. and up into I want to say it was Kentucky. But yeah, that whole section down yeah. there was supposed to be uh, black land. The new south. So, but you no, know, I uh, yeah. I remember so, that part very much. So and and again, that's what I was saying earlier. That was my whole point. Like we we have our own because again, remember Black Wall Street, we had our own. We built it up, they burned it the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you think 
because I mean, it works in some countries and it hasn't been working in the States for, I don't know, 40, 50 years, you know? And do you think it's ever going to work? Or do you guys think we would have been better off in the States segregating and actually like following a plan with the nation of Islam? I definitely think that separation, segregation, we would have been better off in the long run. I I think the, Uh given the plan that was put in place to integrate, segregation was the better option. Mm -hmm. Um, I have said this in, uh, in a few different formats. But they always change the game once we learn the game. Mm-hmm. Or move seg- the goal seg- Segregation, I mean, integration was one of those game changes. And, it, I, and I say that to say that it was just as uh, the Black community was standing on its own, too. We had our own own salons, own grocery stores, own uh, filling mm-hmm. stations. It, like anything you can think of, mm-hmm. we had it within the community. So therefore, we didn't have to depend on anything external to it. It was not a. It was not an indication of um, there weren't any white patrons. It was just that there were black-owned establishments. The end. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was never. Uh, it was never a situation where we were trying to box people out. It was just we were in a position to where we had our own, and I, and that was it was very rem- reminiscent of uh, uh, the wow I just had a brain fart um, just after the Civil War <laughs> when they were rebuilding the nation. Um, I can't think of uh, what it's called, but during that same period, it's like slavery ends. Civil War is over. All of your, um, I guess, profitable businesses or trades were mm-hmm. by black people because for so long we were the ones mm-hmm. that had those trades and knew mastered how to do it. Yep, and <clears throat> had to reteach them exactly. Yeah. And and during that time, that was the greatest um, surge of black wealth was during that period. Oh, what happened? They switched mm. it up again, and and that's what I'm saying. Like every time, every time we we get to a point to where we don't need we don't need crutches or we don't need them to hold quote unquote hold us up. Mm-hmm. That's when they break our legs again. You know, figuratively speaking. Well, and that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Again, think about it. We had a deficit. Think about it like a race. We had a deficit. We were in slavery, and we came. And we saw, and we were, we was about to take off. Like we were about to win. You get what I'm saying? Like, and then it was like, oh, let me trip you real quick. But here's the thing. I think, yes, even today, I think if we were to say moving forward, the only way that I think it could work if you were to segregate is if you have where you have, let's say, uh, white people of color. And then you have the middle ground where people who do want to integrate or where you want to go to integrate, you can. I think you need to have that middle ground because you're not going to have people that want to polarize or whatever the case may be. And I think that's okay. And I think that's the only way to make it okay is if you have that middle ground for the people who just don't want to, if you don't, you get what I'm saying? Like that gives them somewhere to go and you don't have to feel like you have to pick. 
but you can if you want to. And again, I don't want to say that you don't get to intermingle if you don't want to, but neither one is dependent upon the other. And I think that's what it should be. Mm. Again, in black schools, if you want to teach, like, imagine the things we could have been taught if we were getting black history really how it's supposed to be. Like, and white people, yeah. you can teach whatever the fuck you want to teach. I don't know, whatever the history, you teach what you want. Yeah, but- and that's fine because you are going to have to grow up and to thrive in that society. So that teaching and that history mm-hmm. may work over there. I, I think that's the only way it can work is if you have three, not just the two. Yeah, I mean, it, it is like, it is very extreme uh, to, if, if, if it were like that, actually. But, I mean, given the foundation, like I said earlier, with the way the laws are, 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 um, are constructed and the way the laws are then ch- changed for the benefit or detriment of one race or other races, um, it's, you know, it's difficult to thrive. And, you know, I'm, I'm not just talking about, you know, the case that we're talking about, you know, because for the most part, you know, for the most part, you know, it, it kind of works, you know, but still, you know, it's a lot of stuff that we don't see the poverty that exists, you know, I mean, you know, some white people also live in poverty, but mainly it's, you know, people of color or other races yeah. that live in poverty. Um, but it's, I don't know, it, it's also, it's, you know, it's not only the shootings that happen or the, um, you know, it's also economic, uh, how do you say, economic um, disadvantages that we have. You know, it's, it's, it's everything. Uh, but then, you know, also there's a lot of, you know, white people that aren't like that. It's only the, the, the few. And, and I, for my feeling, it's really a few that make it so bad. I wouldn't even say it's a few because if you think about it, like all the instances, incidents that that happened, the accountability is not there. And just because it's someone, it's it's your own. How can you stand by them and not do the right thing? Mm -hmm. That's what I have the problem with because, like, I don't care if you're black or white. I mean. If you're black, you're my brother. But if you do something wrong, you did something wrong. I'm sorry, you did something yeah. wrong. You on your own. I think I think the I I agree with what Jay is saying that it's not the majority. It's the few that actually have their hand yeah. on the microphone. You know, when you're the loudest, all of a sudden people think that is the common message being pumped, mm-hmm. and actually it's just the only yeah. one that's being heard. Right, but I agree. But you are in power. Yeah, I agree with the word. Saying nothing is saying something as well. And doing nothing is doing something as well. So if you have that privilege or you have any type of privilege or whatever the case may be, then you need to stand for something if you see the injustice. I agree, like doing nothing is saying something loud as well. Yeah, but if 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 we if we look at at least uh I guess at most the way that the US media is set up. You can be saying all the right things coming from that side that we think is so quiet. Mm-hmm. But if the media don't want to pump that, then it's like you're not saying anything to, to start with. So, so you can't, you can't but, assume yeah, that, but- that people are people as a, I guess in the majority aren't saying anything. You have to really look at the 
the complete spectrum of it. Are we, one, are we looking for who's saying something? Two, um, if we're looking, what outlets do we actually see that are tracking those? And let those be your sources moving forward, because apparently that those sources are looking to give a more rounded view of what actually is taking place. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a. It's real. I mean, it's really, really a tough, little tough topic. Um, but I, I wonder what what it would have looked like the whole thing. You know, if if it were divided up into two or three countries, actually, like Lanika said, uh, that it's one. You know, segregated, but then one black, one white, and then one country where people can mingle. I wonder what that would have looked like and which country would have thrived i think that would have been super interesting to see which country would have thrived how how the relationships would have been in the countries you know not only economically but also like you know what kind of exchanges would have that would there have been yeah th i think that that's a super interesting topic as well you know how how would that would have looked like you know where the three know, universe the three yeah. i mean utopias yeah. i guess no yeah. oh you, you call it that. Yeah. but i think the thing of the matter is like that would be awesome. Um, and I think it's not which one would thrive because I think all three could thrive independently of each other. And that would be the whole point that they mm -hmm. could thrive with that or bartering using each other. But ne none have to suffer yeah. if everyone just minds their own fucking business, which is what the three lanes will create. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I think it wouldn't be one over the other. You know what I mean? It would just be like all three could thrive if we just getting late and not just necessarily black white i guess because you have to consider it all people you know what i mean yeah. but whatever the case may be but some type of breakdown using that strategy like uh yeah yeah i mean also you know there's also you know are there really three separate countries or is it like like a united states kind of but Territories. um you know each state has their own you know laws like it is now uh, or yeah, territories. Would they have one one unified military? It's like so many different ways you could construct yeah. it. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, so I interesting, mean, if I we were really those people, we could like make a board game about it, a video, a book. But that's a lot. <laughs> oh, by the way, that that period that I couldn't recall what the name of it was uh, following Civil War was called the Reconstruction Era. Come through, oh, okay. facts come through. Yeah. I mean, I think this topic, again, we are not the first people to touch on this topic. This is a topic that has been going on since God, the beginning of time, seems like. So, I mean, of course, we're not going to come to the conclusion today, but I think we did bring up some new topics, some new ideas, some new questions, maybe. And again, they might not be new, but maybe it's your first time hearing them. So I think we've beat it over the head enough for us tonight. Um, does anybody have any last words on the topic? I mean, I, the only thing I would want to say is I think what, what would be really dope would be, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, you know, anywhere close to a legal expert, but if like a community of black lawyers or judges would get together and uh, 
I don't know, put up like a new construct of laws that would, wouldn't favor any particular group, but would be fair throughout with the like fair verbiage. Um, just, you know, as a, you know, as a first step to kind of change, you know, our not only laws, but also the, um, like the, the constitution. Yeah, oh, yeah, but with that, okay, your last time. Mine on that is now I have another, I have a question that is utopia because <laughs> the, uh, who gets to this? Mm, that's a hard one. <laughs> um, I don't know, Jerry was saying he they come up with the laws, but why do black people get to come up with the laws for everybody? No, 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 that wasn't my question. I forgot. Now, do we start this utopia, this separation with like reparations i'm just saying from the past are we starting at ground zero like you know what i mean because no no it would have to start okay. with reparations that's what that's what i said in the beginning yeah, yeah. it would have to start and with reparations what I was asking, I mean, because if we're are we saying like we're starting from nothing just leave us the fuck alone and we'll start our own shit are we saying give us our reparations yeah. even it out and then we it's even and we start from here yeah yeah, reparations. yeah because we can work and shit we can't start from zero Right. The, 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 yeah, the ancestors uh, worked worked for free then, but the uh, dead labor was definitely not for free. Reparations stimulus check, man. But see, I don't think it is in the form of the check. I think it's in the form of land. Like okay. a lot of that's in the form of land, yeah. like whatever yeah. the case may but be. Becky and Bob gonna be a troll because that's that's the only thing they hold us back is funding. Yeah, from a lot of shit. Man, yeah. you just imagine you now, give you give funding to the to the right group of people. Now I have a question. Since we in 2020, and I'm just gonna be shady now because this is the fun part. Do we give it to the people who have been like who were like, oh, we trade you for the country? Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like the Stacey Dashes. Do they get reparations? The black delegation. Yeah, do the they get re- I feel like they don't get reparations. You say like no, you they stepped don't. out of character? I mean, you, you out of character, boo. Yep. Yeah, so so the 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 reparations would go then to the black community fund, and our leaders would then decide who who will get wow. those reparations. If you have stepped outside the lines, you will not <laughs> get any see, reparations. You can make it even shadier and make them detail what charity they money going to. Oh yes, you don't get your money, but it goes to yeah. something. Yeah. Yes, and it goes to a minority charity. No, of course. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Oh. Some of you got to spell it out for these folks. Oh, okay. Folks. Because they, they slick. They slick. Or depending on what you said, it goes to the charity that you shaded or whatever you talk about. That's the charity it goes to. Okay, I'm with that. Yep. I think, yeah, we, the government is structured like I think that starting out it should be basically broken up into um, into demographics that represent the people it shouldn't be whoever runs it should be I let's say and and just rock with me because it's going to sound odd when I say it (laughs) Uh, if if there's thirty percent, if um, we're talking nationwide, thirty percent this uh, ethnicity, 
uh, 20% of this ethnicity, 10% of this ethnicity. I gotta make sure I keep up with my math. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I get to 100, I don't be at 100. Okay, we get it. Okay. Uh, but anyway, break it down. And, and based on that, whatever the, let's say it's, how many folks is it in, uh, in Congress? No, see, now you, come on now. Anyway, and those get breaking, broken down by percentages as well, and that be the, rep, the what represents it. Yeah, because man, you got instead of by got, states and stuff like that. Well, I, or I mean, just however you got, divide it. Yeah, because we got we got four hundred different bobs, and ain't no Tyrone in there. There's no um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's Shanique. no Carlos's. Okay. Um, there no no Wongs. no Wongs. Who else, guys? There are no. Um, uh, Abdul's okay, or Hakim's, mm. and uh, no, man, no junior sales. That's what I'm saying. Like no trans, no like yeah, and I, that's what I mean. I mean, it, it needs one to, of everything. It at needs least. to be one of everything. Yeah. It needs to be the the world. Be, what makes up the world? It needs to be a united state, and you can't be yep. united if it's majority something. Fact. So, so basically, it needs to be. Yeah. How America was founded because America, they always talk about it that America is a melting pot, but the melting pot is never represented. They talk about it's a melting pot, but it looks like potato soup. But you're talking about that, but in our utopian society, you wouldn't need like the. No, I I don't. In the utopia, you would need it because like. Only in the interstate would you need the diversity. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. 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 So you. You saying it's like it's like a potato soup with just the potatoes yeah, in the seeds are all on the outside. But I think we're all just the, you just need somebody to actually make this a thing. Yeah. Yeah, put, put a little cilantro in this thing. Oh my gosh. Coriander. <laughs> <laughs> I just want everybody to realize that if you take all the seasoning out they pot, nigga, don't nobody want to be there. That's why they like potato soup. Don't yeah. nobody want to be They don't even want to be there because you know they always eating somebody else shit. Yeah. Because Cause don't nobody want potatoes and spinach uh, <laughs> day. And some tied up eggs. Yeah, nobody wants that. And all the sporting events gone with the wind. I mean, no, think about it. If they had their own, man, it'd be so sad. Man, there'd be one but see again, they can watch our shit. Just all the money's coming to yeah. us. You can watch it. That's a plain and you can come visit us to watch the game, but you must leave after. Like the game is over at nine o'clock. You gotta be out of here by ten. Oh man, I mean, you got a three-hour pass. <laughs> yeah, yes, because if not, you'll stay. We don't treat it like the wall. No, if not, you'll stay, and you don't belong. Is we but come in to interstate. If like, you want to be in the interstate, be in the interstate. You don't want to live here. You just want to visit. There's a pass. But in all seriousness, I hope that in 50 years from now, the time the, the time will change mm. for our kids. Me too. Know. Sooner than that. Yeah, I, I mean, if we're... Realistic. Oh, I was going to say being realistic. Because I was like, if that's the case, I want the time to change like... Before 50 years. Man, well, I'm going to be... I don't know. I'm going to be realist let all y'all know we're going to be worm food before they do that. 
Yeah, we're not going to see that. That's why. But I, I would just like to mark this episode then for the future, our future kids, the per- the future person finding this relic. This is the start. Start here. <laughs> Roadmap. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, again, I think this has been actually this has been really fun. Um, coming up with our utopian <laughs> societies and imagining what life could be and could possibly future be the future would be like um if you have any other constitutional rights that you think should be a part of our utopian society make sure you comment them below join in the conversation it's been real and i guess we'll see you guys next time again check us out everywhere spotify um apple wherever you can listen to podcasts Yeah, stay safe, people. Stay safe. All right, take care. And we out.